Hey, what's up? This is Derek with SuperfoodSyndicate.com. You may also go to BariatricBadass.com. Pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same. Same same site. One has a store. So SuperfoodSyndicate.com has our store where you can get Sharice's ebooks. Um, turn that radio off, sorry. <laughs> BariatricBadass.com is... Uh, our other site where you can obtain, you know, your free information, you know, Sharice's blogs. Um, eventually, we're going to be um, moving everything over to BariatricBadass.com. BariatricBadass, of course, is our nutritional supplement that we talked about in previous uh, podcast before. We're opening up a, a uh, um, supplement line. You know, protein, energy, pre-workout stuff, multivitamins, you name it, we're doing it. We have an investor that we've been talking to over the past couple months. It's finally happening. We are going to wait until 2021 just to make sure that no crazy bullshit happens to the rest of 2020. Of course, uh, early, early 2020 through, you know, now craziness has ensued are pretty much our, uh, economy here in the United States, well, economy all the world, you know, in a shitter, so, uh, you know, plain and simple, me and Cherie saw probably the biggest decline in subscriptions for our premium group um, that we've ever seen, so it's crazy, it is life, just how the economy works when it comes to business, if the economy is not good, then business won't be good, but we're okay with that, because we're not really in the business of money. Okay, we're in the business of change. That's why we were able to get to where we're at to be able to be uh, productive from a business standpoint because it's about change. Plain and simple. Change will happen in the very experience. It'll take time. It might not happen in my lifetime, but I'm creating a brand that is going to last and last and last. And if you look at that brand from a viewpoint of a, say, your basic bariatric patient, it's something that's going to catch fire. And that is being confident, being proud of being bariatric, and knowing you don't have to go to a bariatric business to buy your food. Just ridiculous. That's one thing. I'm a, okay, bariatric pal, I'm calling you out. I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call Bear Educating out. These companies that are producing these cookies, that are producing these pastas, are just a waste of money. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to have my opinion. Lawfully, I can talk about it. I can say it. You don't need it. Period. The problem that I have with this is the fact that essentially you are not changing who you are, which is what you need to do in order to be successful bariatric patient. Now, what, what do I mean by that? It's really simple, okay? What brought you to the community? I'm going to say what brought me to the community. Cookies. Fucking cookies and pasta, okay? All right, well, I had weight loss surgery. I failed in the beginning. was able to get my head in the game, get my shit together, and get my regain off. It was hard work. I had to learn how to eat. You know, so on, so on, so on. So then you have somebody like Bariatric Pal coming in, 
saying, you know, that you have zero carb, zero net carb pasta. You have cookies that have uh, 20 calories for a big ass cookie, chocolate chip cookie. Bullshit. You're not learning to eat like you should be eating. Sure, I get it. This, this, these, these, these cookies and these pastas that they're putting out are like garbage food. It's processed garbage, plain and simple. Look at your ingredients. I'm going to teach you something about your, uh, your ingredients when you look on a package. The first ingredient that you see is the dominant ingredient in the food. So, you uh, pick up a... I don't have any labels. I'm Okay, I have an empty beef jerky in my car. So, beef jerky. First ingredient, beef. Obviously. But if I was to pick up a cookie wrapper uh, from, you know, any nutritional company, being somebody who's pushing candies and crap, saying it's something that you need from a nutritional standpoint, it's a protein cookie, bullshit. Look at the ingredients. The first ingredient you see is the dominant ingredient in the food. So why am I so critical of bariatric pal? And of course, bariatric eating. You guys sell protein, that's great. We need to supplement protein, but we do not need to, to supplement food. They're making money off people who are in need and believe because it's a well-respected, they got 145,000 followers, they must be doing something right. They must be, it must be true. Bullshit. You need to learn how to eat. And that's what we're here to change. Plain and simple. You don't need to go spend $200 on protein, cookies, and pasta from a company that pushes that processed garbage. Plain and simple. All right? Learn how to eat. Take your ass to the grocery store. Meal prep. Learn to meal prep, meal prep correctly. You know damn well what you should be eating. You know damn well what you should not be eating. You know what brought you to this community, and you know what's keeping you from being the greatest bariatric badass you've ever been in your life since you had your surgery. That is what we're here to change, and it's going to catch fire, baby. I'm telling you, mark my word. If it doesn't happen in my lifetime, it will eventually happen. This community will thrive. They'll be proud that they had weight loss surgery, and there will be no regain problems. There will be nobody in groups complaining that they're 40 pounds of regain, don't know what to do. They'll know what to do. And it's not going to cost them a damn dime. Plain and simple. That is the change we're bringing that's happening soon. All right. There's my rant. That's my rollout rant. That's what we're going to do from now on. I'm going to have a rollout rant with these little nugs, little nuggets as I like to call them, very action, badass podcast. That's my rollout round. Feel good. Bariatric pal can kiss my ass. I have had many rolling run-ins with uh, <clears throat> Alex Brecher is his name. He's the CEO, founder of Alex Brecher. He also owns a hospital in Tijuana, Mexico. Um, yeah, he don't like me. He don't like me because I called him out. Yeah. Yeah, and then he claims that he uh, created the Gastric Sleep Support Group, which has 140,000 members now. He didn't create it. He bought it off, I can't remember her last name. Her name's Megan. She's the one who created it in 2014, I believe. And it's grown to the monster that it is. That's what happens when you pay for your followers. If you're interested in growing your following, there's two ways you can do it. You can 
pay for it, which is something that's very, that's wrong, it's bad, okay? If you want to do, like what me and Sharice do, if you want to do something like that, if you want to be an influencer, do not pay for your followers. I'm going to tell you why. There is a difference between a valued follower versus a number of followers, okay? I would rather have one individual, one person, one person who comments her story, her, his or her story, who likes other people's content, who talks to other members, who is active in our groups or on our page, versus 10 people who just watch. That's because you need to value the person that is following you. Being Facebook, social media, we are all content creators, all of us. If you post pictures, if you post text to your page, you're a content creator. Some of us have bigger followings than others. Some of us don't care. Some of us care a lot. What I care about is a single individual person. If I can change the mind and the life, one person, my work that I've done over the past four years in the marriage community is justified. That's how I thought from the beginning, and that's why I've become very successful as a change maker. So now that I'm done with my second rollout, sorry, going on a rant, a little overstimulated today. Uh, let's talk about bariatric fitness, right? Just got back into the gym. We are now a week since we started uh, going back to the gym, um, and I'm just going to be plain and simple, truthful about this. Uh, the reason why we have avoided the gym, other than the fact that there's no daycare, we can't train together, is the fact that Sharice uh, is extraordinarily a high-risk individual. What I'm trying to say is Sharice is a type 1 diabetic. She has a pacemaker in her life that risk being in public. So, what would you do? Would you risk going in a public? Probably not. That's the mindset we've had over the past six months. Or however long it's been since uh, we uh, started this. This COVID-19 closed the gym's bullshit. Now we're to the point where I know of done living in fear. No, I don't want to lose my wife. Her lack of fitness is destroying her central nervous system. Sharice has what's called uh, neuropathy. Peripheral neuropathy. It's in her lower half of her body. It's from her diabetes. And it's extremely painful. Her legs, her feet, she can barely even walk at times. Now, not exercising those limbs, not on a regular basis, moving them, strengthening them, you know, lengthening them, is causing problems with the central nervous system, which is causing her to be back in pain. So, back to the gym we go. It's been a while since I've been in the gym. I've been, you know, exercising, getting my steps in, eating good for quite some time now. Uh, like I said, I'm fucking 18 pounds down now. Um, so, Getting back to the gym, what do you do? Those of you who are waiting for your gyms to open or you're at home, we're going to do a video later 
today. Today is uh, August 13th, 2020. We're going to be doing a video later oh, shit, about uh, at-home fitness. Well, let's say you go back to the gym. You're back in the gym. What do you start? Very simple. Very simple. Number one, your cardiovascular health is most important. People go in, oh, I'm good. I don't need cardio. Bullshit. Cardiovascular health is important, especially at your age. I'll be 46 in this month. I'll be 46 in October, sorry. So, with that being said, the old ticker's got to be working, right? The heartbeat of Derek Peterson needs to be operating correctly, especially since I have thrombophilia. If you don't know what thrombophilia is, it's a blood clotting disorder. Uh, in 2012, I believe it was, I ended up getting a pulmonary embolism. 16 septic pulmonary embolisms in my lungs. Scared the holy living shit out of me. <clears throat> put me in the hospital for, I don't know, 17 days. And then put me on something called Coumadin for another 12 months. So what Coumadin is, is a uh, blood thinner. Scary shit, man. So it's important to me that my heart is working well. You get good heart health by number one, eating clean, and number two, exercising. Cardiovascular exercise. Walking is cardiovascular. Walking can be cardiovascular exercise, but it's not going to strengthen your heart any more than just living is going to do. Okay, breathing, blinking, nodding, shaking your head no, shaking your head yes. It's kind of like... Uh, Walking, so for cardiovascular health, walking versus, uh, say, treadmill, like jogging, light jogging on a treadmill or elliptical, um, or stairs for that matter, is to, okay, so elliptical to walking, getting your steps in, is like curling a soup can versus curling a 20-pound 20, 20 dumbbell. So you you got you got to push you got to push yourself if you want incredible cardiovascular health, which is what is most important to me. My cardiovascular health is more is more important than my biceps. Surprise, yeah, you know, is more important than my chest growing because you know, I'm a dude. I'm a, I'm a testosterone loaded dude. I want a big chest. You know, I think that's in the pecking order of being male. That's the two most important muscle groups: your chest, and your arms. Okay, well, if that's the case for a lot of men, that's where a lot of people fell, right? That's where a lot of people fell when they go back to the gym. They want to grow their arms and they want to grow their chest because they believe that is where the pecking order of being the alpha male is when it's not. You know, number one, those same people are the same people who are not putting in the work like they're supposed to, and then they're half-assing the workout so their arms and their chest doesn't grow. Okay, well, let's say that they don't half-ass the workout and they do put the work in, Okay. They do grow their arms pretty well. They do grow their chest pedal really well. Okay, well, that's two. When you want to get theoretical, that's 12 different muscle groups. All right. What about the rest of your body? That's when your body creates an imbalance. So when you create a muscular imbalance, what happens is you get injured. You're going to get hurt. Great example was Derek Peterson starting back in fitness. I've been pretty fluent with fitness for quite some time. Not like I am now. But when I started losing my weight in the beginning, I was pow, to the gym, 
I felt good. I was getting my cardiovascular health in. I was feeling good, but I started lifting like a dumbass. And what happened, I was isolating certain areas that I, you know, what at the going time was what I perceived to be important, i.e. squatting, overhead pressed, and bench press. And of course, curling. Okay, well, squatting, legs. Well, squatting is a full body workout. Um, bench press is an isolation workout, which means it isolates your chest. Um, the squatting is full body. But, you know, hitting these areas for six months at a time, I'm leaving out my back. I'm leaving out my butt. There's so many different muscle, well, not my butt, but there's so many different muscle groups that are ignored when people work out. That's why people get hurt. That's why people give up because they don't see any type of growth and progress. So what am I doing when I'm going back to the gym after being out of the gym since COVID started? Number one, cardiovascular health is most important. Number one. Number two is you need to start building strength. We call it ground and pound. You need to start building your strength back up before you start isolating your arms, before you start isolating your chest, before you start isolating your back. All these muscle groups, you need to build your strength back up. There's two ways to do this. Number one, very important, grab a pen and a piece of paper. If you're driving, pull over, text this into your notes, or write this down. We're going to talk about the joint that you're trying to strengthen, right? Whatever that may be. For me, when I went back into the gym last week, it was dead. Because picking heavy shit up off the ground is where you are getting your most explosive strength from. It's universally the best workout there is, but it's very easy to get hurt when you're deadlifting and you're not doing it correctly. You need to be picking up your weight furthest from the joint. Okay, of course, this joint that we're talking about for me is the shoulders and the hips. Meaning you're picking stuff up from the ground. That's for that's for deadlifting. So if you want to build strong strength, really strong strength, deadlift. But you've got to be careful and you've got to do it correctly. I would say go to YouTube, send me a DM, I'll, I'll show you how to do a deadlift. But, you know, but if you don't want to deadlift, if you're not interested in building strength, you've got to do this the right way. It's so important to do this the right way. If you want to be successful, you need to cardiovascular health, like I said, number one. Number two, build strength. Like I said, you can build strength by strengthening the joints. When it comes to curling, you're not building strength curling. Okay? You're isolating a particular area when you do curls. You don't build strength in your biceps, okay? You build strength in your biceps by doing uh, like stuff like bench presses and stuff like that. So um, the second way to build this ridiculous strength is to eat what you're supposed to be eating. So in other words, if you're trying to build strength and you're struggling with your food, if you have a hard time getting whatever it is you're eating into your body, then you need to take a step back. You can send me a message and I will help you with your food. I have no problem helping people do it for free. Just send me a message. Send us a, uh, an email at syndicate at gmail.com and we can help you with your food. Those are the two main things you need to do. Build strengths and eat clean. Cardiovascular health is, number, of course, number one.
That's it for the podcast. I'm at my doctor's appointment. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Please, 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 please go to superfoodsyndicate.com. The greatest, most inexpensive resources can be found on that site. Love you very much. I'm on vacation. Take care.